You're listening to Everybody Eats, where we sit down with the best and brightest hustlers, entrepreneurs, go-getters, and professionals. Join us as we create the ultimate network and change the business narrative from the ground up. All right, let's do it. This episode is sponsored by Equity Taxes. If you're looking for a tax firm that is accessible, convenient, and transparent, they're the best in the game. If you're seeking tax or bookkeeping assistance, they can handle it. For a limited time only, they're offering all Everybody Eats show listeners 15% off of their services. To learn more, schedule a virtual consultation at equitytaxesnj.com backslash appointment. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Everybody Eats show. It's Bensky Belazir. Zito McPhee. Right, and we got a good one for you guys today. So today we're going to be talking about e-commerce, right? How to get the bag in e-commerce. I'm sure you guys heard about dropshipping um, or, you know, buying some things off of like AliExpress and all that good stuff. So we got some guys over here out of Minnesota talking about e-commerce. So first of all, thank you, Abdi and Salman. I want to make sure I got you pronouncing you guys right um, from Top Figure. So thank you guys for being guests on our podcast. Appreciate you for having us for sure. Appreciate it. Definitely. For all our listeners, make sure that you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. You're following us on all platforms, Instagram, everybodyeats.pod, Twitter, EBE pod, uh, YouTube, everybody eats show. Make sure you're on all those platforms. That's where we're dropping our gems. Right. So um, on that note, guys, if you guys can introduce yourselves, where you guys from, what's your guys story? What's the story behind Top Figure? Yeah. uh, My name is Abdi Hassan. Uh, co-founder of Top Figure. I'm originally from uh, Somalia and came to the U.S. when I was around, I'd say seven. Yeah, seven. Uh, came here not knowing no English, you know, not speaking the language and just really, you know, battling, just learning the culture and things like that. You know, it was a culture shock. But honestly, it's one of the best things that happened in my life because it showed me a whole new perspective, you know, I came from some, a whole different culture. So like having an open mind was the thing I really learned at the beginning and understanding like, you're not going to survive if you don't have, if you don't have an open mind, you know, and that's my background. I always had the entrepreneurship uh, spirit, you know, in middle school, I was literally selling candy out of my locker. You know what I'm saying? High school, I was selling sneakers. And then I got into throwing big parties, big events. And then that led me on to having my own uh, marketing company and my e-commerce company now, mm-hmm. Salman. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, my name is Salman. And pretty much, yeah, the same kind of you know story. Both of us are refugee entrepreneurs really came in here and really making a name for ourselves and really also just going through the trenches of entrepreneurship and really failing a lot in our early journeys of e-commerce and just seeing how, you know, staying persistent and consistent and also documenting our journey was so important to us to really show people that it is truly possible. People who look like us and, you know, can do the same thing and really reach high levels of success. You know, it's just all about staying persistent and, you know, uh, consistency is everything, man. So yeah, super excited to be on your guys' show. Definitely appreciate that. Um, I really, I really like that backstory. So, Salman, are you from uh, Somalia as well? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you both are okay. So that's that's real dope. Um, so, um, I guess you, you said uh, kind of you you mentioned your, your early failures in in e-commerce. So, um, I guess if you could first of all talk about what is Top Figure, and then we can get into what some of those early failures uh, I guess like were before. Yeah. Like led to led to where you guys are now. 
yeah so top figure is an e-commerce agency slash a program right so what we teach people how to get into e-commerce how to start their own e-commerce brand and the top figure side is you pick any niche and you got to be the top figure in that niche right so that's how it all started like how do you become the top figure in the gym niche you know how do you become a top figure in the beauty niche you know top you're the top figure so that's that's how we came up with the name and it's been about yeah as we just hit three years uh on uh, August, but it's it's really been a great journey. And one thing that we really had to focus on is in doing it for the culture is education is not the way it used to be anymore, right? With everything changing, you need to be educating yourself all the time, like, or else you're way behind. Like, for instance, you see before COVID and after COVID, things are never going to be the same. And the reason why we chose um, e-commerce is there was this interesting fact that it was growing at like 23% year over year. It's, it has not slowed down and it's always been growing. I'm like, yo, this is really interesting. Like, we should maybe try to become a part of this. And it, it landed on us. Luckily, like a client was just like, hey, I'm doing these supplements. Do you guys know how to run ads? You know, we never say no to anything. I was just like, yeah, yeah, we know. And then we learned as on the way. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I couldn't say no. So we learned on the way. But the, 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 the moment we started doing more research, we're like, yo, this is actually crazy. This is growing time over time, time over time. And that's really how we got into it. But we failed a lot, you know, lost a lot of money, went into debt because of it, you know, just because we didn't know the right strategy. And there wasn't like somewhere we could just go and learn like all the information just so we could like apply it right away mm -hmm. so it took years of just you know being in the actual grind and that's what inspired us to really create a community around it right that's what the top figure community is about is people helping each other really you know chase excellence and really show everybody that hey you know you don't have to do it alone you know there's people who look like you that are also doing the same thing and really that's what the top figure community is about so that's what really inspired us to make it because we didn't really have any people around us that, you know, we could look up to and to really just, you know, see, okay, all right, this person is doing this. You know, um, we didn't really, we had to go seek mentorship, find people who were, you know, doing this. And we were like, Hey, let's create that community to really help somebody who doesn't have anybody to help them out. And, you know, so that's, that's really the, the backstory of it. No, it's dope. Gotta be the change, be the change that you seek. Right. Yeah. Is that quote, you know what I'm saying? So um, you couldn't, you didn't have someone to look up to. So now you guys, all those people that other people yeah. could, could look yeah, up. Yeah. Cause our parents weren't business owners or none of that. So it was like, we had to learn, you know, through the trenches, really understand how to do it ourselves. So we were like, you know what? I don't want anybody else to really go through the same thing. Oh, you know, yeah. mistakes. And, and the, and the main thing is too, like, it wasn't like people can, the reason why people um, now work with us and things like is the relatability, right? Like if I'm dude in like a suit and like I'm all, you can't relate with me. You're going to get intimidated. You know what I'm saying? That's why we always stay true to our roots. You know what I'm saying? Part of our culture, you know, we're Somalis and, you know, like embrace that. Yeah, right, for sure. You can, the only person you can be is yourself, you yeah. know? So definitely, definitely respect that. Um, I don't know. If, are they frozen? Oh, okay. Okay. Wait, nah, okay. it just froze on our side. Real okay. Quick. Um, but, but that that hustle, like hustling mentality, is what you kept you guys going throughout the you know hard times, going in debt and just going negative. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's really like it's really like where we. It's just the background that we come from because, like, we live in the greatest country and there's so much opportunities here. 
that like nobody honestly has an excuse, right? If there isn't something you don't know, you literally have Google. You can Google anything in the world, right? Everything is out there. You just really have to just commit to yourself that you're going to go out and get the knowledge, right? There's literally more information on Google than the universities are teaching, you know? So it's just like under any means mindset, that's the mindset that we install in people around us in our friendships. And it honestly falls down to who's around you. That's the next biggest thing. Like who's your friend group? Like literally show me your friends and I can show you your future is a real quote, you know, like it rubs off. If you're around people that are all trying to get it, y'all are going to get it, you know, but if you're around people that are just not trying to get it, that are holding you back, that are like slowing you down, the negative mindsets that it rubs off. Ah, for sure. For sure. Um, so um, I'm interested. You said you had some definitely had some early failures. So if you could um, if you could kind of elaborate and talk about those, because, you know, people love to hear the success stories. But I feel like the, the failure stories are more valuable. The, yeah, the losses never yeah. get talked about. Everybody always want to talk about when they win. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a funny story. So our first big loss in the e-commerce uh, industry was so we got um, I don't know if you guys remember when those bras, those little strapless bras were like very popular. Not uh, sure. Uh it was it was it was like on Instagram and like it was just like these ads. Yeah, it was like 2016. Oh, okay, okay. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that was like this. So like this was when we were really just beginning getting into e-commerce, and we caught that trend when it was ending. So we sold like couple. We're like, yo, we're really onto something. And then we went on Alibaba and ordered a thousand units. Like like put cash. You know, ordered a thousand units. And then, like, the story just, like, died off and it, it wouldn't sell. So we're literally in our office is full of bras. We're in the office that's, like, bras everywhere, bro. It's, it was just bras everywhere. We couldn't sell these bras. And I'm just looking like, yo, we did something so bad that we didn't, like, you know, that was our main failure. We didn't do proper product research, you know. It's just going to last. It, it, was, it was just a quick, trendy product, you know. And we didn't do the proper research. So now from that failure, we learned, like, hey, you have to do the proper research. You have to see, like, if it's going to last. You have to see how big is the market. Well, you can't just saturate yourself with one product. And then don't do bulk like that. Send it to a warehouse, you know. So thing, it was just all these things we had to learn from. But... I'm glad that it happened because if it wasn't for that situation, we would have, you know, not known to fix the things and we would have just thought you're doing it the right way. Because the hardest thing is to unlearn something than to yeah. learn something new. Right. Because the, the thing is, when you do something right one time, you think that's the right way. You might have gotten lucky. You might have, you know, so. Uh, definitely, definitely. I think um even, even for people that's definitely a lesson for people in e-commerce in general right yeah. because now you have um you have more traditional way of like holding inventory and then you could do like drop shipping where you don't necessarily have to hold it on your person or in, in, in your crib or anything like that but that is one of uh, i want to say consequences but like when, when you decide to hold inventory you know, that's one thing that the point of consideration is it, like, yo. yeah, you're stuck, stuck with it. You're literally like, you need one, you need like a physical place to hold it. And then like, if you can't sell it, like, yeah, it was, it was, it, <laughs> it was a crazy, it was a crazy, literally like, uh, people would come in our office. Oh, you guys sell bras. It was literally bras <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, what'd you guys end up doing with them then? We still actually have them. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a three year lesson, bro. That's a three year lesson. <laughs> 
We fact, yeah. Yeah, I think there's like probably like a hundred pieces. We ended up giving a lot of them away. Yeah, we like, gave <laughs> a lot away, and then some of it is in our one of the storage units we use. Yeah. Some in there somewhere. But I, I'm gonna. I, I think we're gonna keep it for a while, just for memories. Always gonna be that story. We have a lot memory. of different items that we have, like just to like show our audience. Like we don't. We document everything, by the way. Like our social yeah. media accounts. Like we share every. We walk everybody through our stories of like, okay, mm-hmm. this didn't work. This didn't work. This didn't work. And why didn't it work? Right. Because it's important to really document the document. failures and to also share with people like, you know, real stories. Because, you know, that's that's people want to hear what's genuine. Nah, that's true. That's dope. That's, that's true. That's the first guys I heard actually doing that, talking about that. So yeah. I, that's real dope. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, dope. So um, I guess um, how I guess like, you know, you, you said uh, you didn't do good enough, I guess, like product research at that point. So I guess if you could just give some tips like how do you do proper like i'm sure you guys learned that lesson right so how do you do proper like market research right because um if you're selling one if you're you're creating a product that's kind of like on you you know i'm making like i'm making soaps like i'm going to be making it and selling soap like that's that's it Mm -hmm. an e-commerce store and you're selling a bunch of things that's a little bit different you know now you're Mm -hmm. just trying to move products so popular yeah how do you do do that yep there's a few different ways, right? One tick, one trick I wanted to share with you guys. Number one is a uh, so you can use existing platforms like Amazon, right? You look at their best-selling list, right? There's you can see what are the top-selling products. Does really great job on data research, right? They know and understand what's selling. They have a great touch point on understanding consumer behavior. So you can bounce your ideas off of looking at that, you know, their best selling list and really making sure that, okay, hey, this is a type of product I can use. And also to complement that, you can use Google Trends, right? So we also complement that with Google Trends. We type it in, you know, like, hey, um, let's say, like, you know, posture corrector. Okay, are people searching this? You know, is this a relevant search keyword that is being searched, right? You can look at like the data of how many people are searching for it, if it's actually starting to die off. You know, you can look at the history of when, you know, was it hot in 2019, 2020, start, you know, why is that? So you can look at those are really great resources to look at to see if it's a great winning product, you know, something that you can sell. And the way that you actually, in terms of actually picking the product, it's super important that you pick something that's in a, evergreen niche what i mean by this for instance beauty beauty is evergreen so let's say once you actually are paying for facebook advertising instagram you're paying for that traffic to come in you want to be in an umbrella if this specific product doesn't work you could pick another beauty product that actually will work right for Mm -hmm. instance jewelry there's a lot of jewelry pieces but if it's under the same umbrella make sure you're doing that and i don't we don't recommend people doing the those general stores with a lot of different things going on in there it, consumers are actually getting smarter right now. They know what's going on. A lot of them actually know dropshipping and AliExpress. Mm-hmm. A lot of the customers actually know that. So when you see a website that looks like that, they could actually see what's going on. So we say do a brand. So we, 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 we head towards do a branded dropshipping or you can actually order the inventory in-house. And the way you do that, you choose a color and you choose one niche. For instance, you don't see Gymshark trying to sell uh freaking like steering wheel covers you know what i'm saying you don't see gym shark trying to sell these type of things so it's like once you pick an evergreen niche have a whole brand around that niche mm-hmm. yeah that way you can retain customers long term mm-hmm. and not just short term you don't want those quick run-ups like where you're just selling you know a specific product that's hot sure. or not. Right. build a brand around it you know oh definitely that's some gems you're that's always scared yeah, that way you're always scampering around and like trying to yeah you're always like Make it, you're making more work for yourself essentially exactly you're yeah. making way more work for it's yourself it's okay not to, like you know see like massive results right away 
pick something that is you you know is going to last long term, something that you're going to do long term. And and that's kind of sometimes what hurts on the e-commerce industry because they just Google it and there's people that are posting all these numbers and people come in with expectations of like, I need to get these insane numbers right away. Not focusing on the quality of the product, not focusing on picking the right product, not focusing on taking your time because this is a marathon, not a sprint. You know what I'm saying? So would you say part of the um, uh, investigation process for uh, picking your next product, it, would, it, would, would it include asking friends or like, you know, just like ever like um, everybody ever just like. I wouldn't necessarily say so. I would say more that's more than important than asking friends is doing you know, checking on Instagram, checking influencers, see what influencers are wearing, see what people are doing, just more on the actual market, right? Because yeah, you wanna market. you wanna you wanna you wanna get data from people who are your actual buyers, not like yeah, dude, that's like a nice product, but they're not gonna buy from you. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. not your essential client. So I would say find your ideal customers and um, like meet their needs. What are they struggling with right now? And do research around that. So that's another way to also find it. So that that's how you would verify it. Not from your friends, but people who are your ideal you customers. Yeah, because you don't want opinionated, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, we're, we're always data-driven. Data data. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It always comes back to knowing your, your audience every time. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Because data never lies. Data never lies, you know. Uh, so we, we had a we had an episode yesterday and we were talking about uh Facebook um Facebook ads, ads. getting your analytics getting your numbers your data demographics yeah, looking at the data driven mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. yeah yeah so definitely um so yeah definitely if you guys are thinking about you know starting to get into e-commerce these are some of the important things um you have to think about and I mean even to ourselves like we we also have a clothing brand that we use drop shipping for and that's a lot of things we kind of have to just figure out. Um, you know, along the way, at first it was kind of, you know, mentality is different and then you start to learn more of like the data and like, you know, being more strategic, um, with, you know, your drops, different type of ads you're doing and things like that. So, and another thing that's very underutilized, here's the biggest thing we leverage and a lot of people actually don't leverage them is micro influencers, not the influencers that have millions of followers, but the ones that have under a hundred thousand followers. So they're, they're in a very interesting place because number one, their audience feels more connected to them. And that's a higher yeah. chance. Of Very local. Yeah. Exactly. And that's a higher chance of people buying from them rather than just a person that has millions of followers and the audience is everywhere. So we look micro influencers that have very niche focus and that have that also engage with our audience. Here's what me go with. I'm commenting back and interacting with their followers that means they have a high engagement rate and people it's a higher chance for a person to purchase from that you know so that's another way i do uh, research for finding the influencers but micro influencers are so underutilized they're way underpriced like we get some that just literally ask for a free product they send me the product i'm gonna post you and they bring sales that way you know yeah, a lot of times people shoot for the, ask for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times people shooting for the for the big guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. still, like you said, the person with a million followers. But yeah, sleeping on the people, you know, like the whatever we're gonna call them like B class celebrities or whatever, C class celebrities, you know what I'm saying? So like they still have they still have influence too, you know. And um and, and sometimes they, they have a higher engagement. Yeah. And and the cool thing, I think Gary V, I, I'm a, I'm attributed to Gary V, but if the the people, <laughs> yeah, because he, he talks about this stuff, right? So I, I'm I'm assuming Gary V said it. But the people in that type of bracket, it's interesting because they have their followers under them, 
but then they also like say they're like a b-class celebrity right like you have the c-class people who listen to them or like their regular followers who listen to them but then you also may have a couple like a-class followers who may still look at what they're posting yeah. you know what i'm saying so they're they're right in between where they they have a large you know like grassroots following like you said interactive but then they also have the potential to have higher celebrities you know so still looking at their products so always so. someone looking down yeah, yeah. yep Right, they're That's right in the middle, so you know they got up and um, above and below. Exactly. Yeah. Um, All right. Quote of the day: uh, America is a concept. Anywhere, in order to get rich, you have to make someone else richer. Is America? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so, so I'll say it again: America is a concept. Yep. Anywhere in order to get rich, you have to make someone else richer is America. So anywhere in order to, to get rich, you have to make someone else richer is America. Capitalism is finest. Yeah, I was going to say that's just, that defines capitalism. Who said it, though? I don't know who said that. Artists, famous artist. He has his own TV show. Um. He has his own TV show. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Who? Did he? No, he's a. Uh, what do you consider him? Rap? I consider him rap. Well, Dicky? No. Oh. Owns a TV. Close, close, close. Ti? No. Oh. Is it uh? Is it what's his name? Jay Z, maybe? No, no, he said, uh, TV show. If I give you time, I feel like you guys are gonna get it. TV show. Yeah. It's like. He was on two TV shows. That counts. Wait, I think. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Did a movie. All right. Is it? Oh, I guess. Um, is it? Um, get it, please get it, please get it. Is it? What's What's his name? He's literally on top of my. Uh, who is it? Is it? Um, no, he he can't be that smart. That's too big. That's crazy. Nah, say it. Say it. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, say it. Say it. You don't know that. Huh? <laughs> say, say it. Say it. Guess you don't know that. Yeah, exactly. Is it uh Drake? Oh, oh no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Because no. oh. Drake was in the grassy, you know. Nah, yeah, but um, like if, if I say it, I'm gonna give it up. So I don't know how to like. I, just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Give us a hint. Like, give us yeah, a hint. Like, one more hint. TV show we know. Um. What's something else that he's famous for? He did comedy. He comedy. did stand-up. Stand-up. That's he also artist. likes to write. He's an artist. Great artist, in my opinion. Snoop Dogg? Uh, comedy. Snoop Dogg? No. You guys really don't like... All right. Um. Comedy? Eminem? What's no. Oh, Dr. Dr. Dre? No. Dr. Dre did comedy? He has a oh, stand-up huh? special on Netflix. I don't know. I really, really? I really don't know. Oh, Ice Cube! No, no. <laughs> I really don't know. I really don't. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's Childish Gambino. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, I would have not thought of that one. <laughs> That's crazy. That wasn't coming. That's crazy. That wasn't coming. He has a stand-up that. special on Netflix. Um, he has a show called Atlanta. He was in Community. Um... Uh, yeah, and he, and and this in this in this movie he was. Uh, this is America. 
<laughs> yeah, he did This Is America. But he played a character called Denny in uh, Denny Maroon in Guava Island, that movie with him and Rihanna. It's on Amazon Prime video. So interesting. But that's good to know. I'm about to quiz some people on that. I would let that catch Yeah, I would I wouldn't know. Wait, so you said we'll quote one more time. Yeah, yeah. We, since we you spent so much time guessing. Yeah, we gotta talk um, about it. America is a concept. <laughs> <laughs> America- now, now I'm like thinking back, I'm like, he would say something like that. <laughs> he would say something like yeah. that. All right. So America is a concept. Anywhere, in order to get rich, you have to make someone else richer is America. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. Nah, that's true. I mean, um, who are you guys, like, even in our case, like, uh, colon line, who are we buying from to go get this printed on and then go get it shipped out and, you know, this, that, and the third? And same, same with drop shipping. you know, you guys bought a thousand units of bras to get yourselves richer and... Uh, <laughs> Few years later, you still got some bras. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's capitalism, right? Like whenever, whenever you're investing or you're you're doing something, like even if you have your own business, you're still like putting helping somebody else's pockets. You know what I'm saying? Even mm-hmm. if you have your own business, you're getting materials from somebody. You're getting, yeah. you know, if you if you're shipping things manually, you helping the post office, Amazon. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's always money being Someone's circulated. Help, you yeah. know, there's always somewhat some of money being circulated. So, um, that's why I see it. You guys got thoughts? That's why it's good to just like you know what I mean. It's crazy. everybody has to you know get a piece of this pie. You know, like it's really like you know everybody eats. Everybody, Everybody eats. eats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody eats. <laughs> but word. All right. So on that note, could you say that one more time, and then we'll wrap this segment up. Segment up, and do our final one. Uh, America is a concept. Anywhere in order to get rich, you have to make someone else richer. Is America? That's a fact. Childish Gambino. All right. So, um, in this last segment, um, if, if we could kind of talk a little bit more about e-commerce. So you kind of uh, broke down um, how to find like a trending, a trending uh, a product to sell, right? So I guess like, if you could break down after you find a product, I guess like, what are the next steps in terms of like, all right, do I just like, where, where should I be ordering this from? Or who, who should I be ordering it from? And I gotta get like a website, right? So I guess like, you know, what are kind of like those, those next steps um, after finding whatever product you want to purchase mm-hmm. or sell. Yeah, no, once you do get that product, right, is to got automatically just start building a brand around it, right? So really understand that, you know, you have to have a great looking brand, set up a Shopify store, really, you know, invest in really getting assets, like get the product, at least one product. If you're drop shipping, at least still get one product in-house understand how it feels how does it look is it actually a quality product before you sell something you have to understand that is it actually quality and feel feel the product really understand that you know what you're selling is a representation of you right so never really sell something that's going to break right on delivery or something like that because it's going to create more headaches so that's the first step once you do get the product in hand create assets that you can market off of that you know, don't just copy products, shoots from other places and all that kind of stuff. You can use, if you're using, there's great tools that you can use, uh, uh, Pextles and like, you know, if you don't have, if you can't afford those uh, to get like a 
professional photographer and stuff like that, you know. Take your own. Now the iPhone 12 but the iPhone, is... Yeah, like, really got, like, really good camera. If you're not willing to invest in yourself, your customer one will see that. They'll peep game that you're not willing to invest in the brand, you know. So understand that, you know, make sure to have great assets, take good quality pictures, take good quality videos for your ads, you know, and really just that's what the most important thing is. And from there on, you'll learn as you go, really. Like, you'll really, like, be able to understand the things that... uh um, make what a good brand is. So that's the biggest, most important thing. A lot of people just speed through that. And that's what we see a lot of people failing and just, they skip a lot of that part. And we really emphasize the beginning is the most important. Your launch is what matters. No, definitely. Okay. Definitely building, building a good brand, something that, you know, people can associate with kind of like you said, you know, you don't want people to associate trash product with your brand yeah <laughs> yeah I, I heard a quote somewhere like um people feel i i think i hope i'm not misquoting it it was just like an interview i think they said uh people think black business is too ghetto or it looks too uh yeah uh, i've heard that i've it's heard like, like the, so the, the association you know and I, mm-hmm. I don't know, you, I, it rubbed me the wrong way but i was like i it's messed up because the thing is, like, a lot of times people can get the, you know, idea of, like, you know, especially with the whole discount, like, people just asking for discounts and stuff like that in our culture heavily, like, you know, hey, it's it's a it's a Black-owned product, but, like, you know, it's it's a quality product. But if you focus on the quality of your brand, you know, you're really, um, there shouldn't be any reason as to why people should put you in a box and just label you and, you know, blanket statement to you that your product is, yeah. is shitty. But because you got to really focus on, um, really making sure the customer experience, like just invest in yourself, invest in the product. You're, you're not going to run into any issues after that. So. No, definitely. Definitely. Um, it goes, yeah, like I said, it goes back to investing in yourself and investing in your product. Like you can't expect, can't really expect your, your customers to, to invest and believe in you. If you're not like put it in, you know, doing it yourself Same first. to yourself. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, um, and then another big issue too is people just wanna, they're, they they don't really focus on the details, you know. In this game, details go like a long way. For instance, we add a thank you card in all of our shipments. Every product we ship, we add a thank you card, and we add, um, hey, come back onto your next order. Here's an extra twenty percent off the next order. Understand once you pay for a customer, you already paid for that customer's advertising. So whatever, if they come back, spend again, that's going to be pure profit because you don't got to pay for them to, you already advertised to them, you know? So think about different ways of having a customer spend more than just one time, which for instance, think about Amazon. How many times do people go on Amazon? They keep shopping with Amazon because they like that first experience, right? So if you don't put your all into that first experience to when people like it, they're never going to shop with you again. And then it's just like you have one sale. I don't like just one sale. I want this customer coming back and again and again, buying for their friend, buying for their cousin, buying. And there's people that literally come back and they shop with us every birthday. Every time there's someone's birthday, they buy one of our products for the, just because you'll see they bought like eight times, nine times, you know? And that's because every time we invest a lot into the experience, the unboxing, we make it feel like it was worth the money that they spent, you know, not just getting them angry and just giving them something, you know? So that's, that's another big thing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If a lot of times like on our story highlights for our products, customers, we have like so much customers that just tag us and show off, you know, our brand because, and that is like another piece of advertising because they're just showing and, you know, showing off our brand. And that really goes the extra mile and makes that experience 
you know, not just one sale, but, you know, shows it to their friends and family. No, it's making, like you said, it's making that experience, you know, and like making them, making them want to come back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why, like, you know, in, in family or most restaurant, like family owned restaurants and stuff that are small joints, you know, there's always that real good customer service. And with and the uh, paying, paying for the customer, um, no free promo, but display every time I get a, a, a display metal poster, they always give you, I think, um, I want to say it's like 15 to anywhere between 15 and 30% off your next order. So it's like, you're, you're so tempted to go back. You can't help, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's, they've, they've already, cause you got to think about it and don't, don't, don't feel greedy about the next order. Make sure you give them a good discount because you want them to come back because you already spent advertising on this customer. You don't want them just spending one time with you. How do, how do you, how do they come back? You know, how do you increase the LTV, the lifetime, you know, value of that customer and increasing it, you know? Uh, definitely. That's some gems. That's definitely some gems, some things to keep in mind. Like, you know, it, it kind of goes past the numbers, you know, it's not, that shows you business isn't just the simple numbers of, okay. you know, buy this, sell this, you know, that's that intangible feeling experience, customer service part um, that a lot of people, they don't, they're they not going to teach that in school, really, honestly, you know, that's not going to, that's something that you have to figure out as, as you're selling, as you're going through it, you know, how to really truly care about the customer at the end of the day, trying to make their experience the best um so definitely definitely appreciate that jim absolutely yeah for real um another thing that you guys do i know you guys have um an ebook um on how to find a six-figure product so uh is that similar to um kind of like how we were talking about today in terms of like tips on e-commerce um so if you could kind of talk about talk about that ebook for a little bit yeah so um that ebook is just something we we put together and it really just shows people how to actually find their six-figure product from product experience to what makes a winner. And all the gems we shared, there's like a lot more in there. And that ebook is just really like finding like your first actual product because we've had um, lots of students and we had a lot of people. And the main question always is, how do I find a product? That's like bare entry. They don't even know like the average, they don't care about the advertising. They want to know like, how do I find a product? Like, yo, how do I find a product? Yo, how do I? And it's not like they're trying to ride the wave, you know? Yeah. And the biggest thing is people get are too stuck on that part. We're just like, hey, let's just get this part out the way so they can focus on the actual important things. You know, yeah, finding your product is important, but building a brand off that product. Because someone, me and him can be selling the same exact product and we'll be getting two different results just because of the marketing. You know what I'm saying? And it could be the same exact product. So we're just like, let's just put it all on, on this ebook and people can just read it and they can just get it like that, you know? So from my understanding, would um, we talked about building a brand off a certain product. So let's say you specialize in um, um, specifically like flip-flops for swimming, let's say, right? And then you started, let's say his store just simply sold flip-flops and then your, your store sold uh, flip-flops, the, uh, the wet caps, the goggles, would that attribute to your like increase in sales as as opposed to him in in in, uh, in your example yeah that's one of the ways yep absolutely so having like more different product variations is one way increasing the lifetime value and then the unique marketing angle that you use to really distinguish yourself so the product video ads that you do 
are you know unique and they're you actually spend money on investing into like having like a nice product experience product packaging all that will distinguish you from <laughs> that other competitor you know and it will just that's what it comes down to really a it's, lot of times people think that you know you could be selling the same product and you might think that it's not getting any sales but it just comes down to your marketing it's literally all marketing is the biggest part and like how the aesthetics of your brand, like when they go to your social media, how's the aesthetics looking like? Are you making it look nice, sleek? Is it looking futuristic? Does, does do you look legit? You know, customers are actually able to understand. They're not looking they, to buy. Yeah, yeah they're, they're looking for reasons not to buy. They're gonna check your reviews. They're gonna check like, oh, they're looking for literally any red flag to get mm -hmm. raised for them to say, I'm not buying this. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Just That's because, what I do on Amazon just, just to make sure, you know, I'm, I'm getting the right thing. Yep. Yep. You're exactly. looking for, and then to reverse engineer that is key. And there's this really great tool that we use on our Shopify stores. And, you know, we'll share this here. It's called Lucky, Lucky Orange. Uh, it is a tool that shows you exactly where that customer is on, on on the on the store so it'll actually show you customer this customer is actually scrolling it'll show you live video video of where they're scrolling where they're exiting and then like what what button they're clicking on your store so you'll you'll see like this a trend you'll look at like you know 40 customers they all did the same exact thing wow we didn't even know this part was missing this our checkout page was 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 messed up you know what i mean or they're they're the load time is so slow that they ended up just leaving our website. So it's like that using like that tool will really give you great data and understanding what your customers are doing and seeing that trend. It'll, you know, you'll see what trends are popping up in their behavior. Uh, definitely. Oh, that's clutch. Um, knowing, knowing, uh, that's literally really knowing your customer yeah. and knowing like the data, like really understanding. Got the magnifying glass on them. Yeah. You, you can really see. Like, <laughs> yeah. They, they they go to the hat section and then you know they, they tend to hop out and then you can kind of like see like all right you know what's so popping about the hats that they go but then also what's wrong that they're not purchasing you know exactly you know so you'll um, discover a lot because a lot of times we make our own decisions sometimes and it's wrong to really sit there yeah, and know. say like hey i think this will work it's just not really smart to do that because customers will give you that data and to be able to pivot and understand okay we made this decision of you know making this page better because customers weren't able to check out easy. You know, we were making it, it was, the checkout was buried under so much product description, you know? So you'll be able to see what works and what doesn't work. Cause a lot of times we make emotional driven decisions. Like I think this will work when in reality it, it can't, you know, that that's not what's um, what's happening. So. Definitely. definitely. Appreciate that, man. That's a, that's a lot to chew on, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's a lot to, to think about, especially if you're doing the store um you know definitely like, like i said like those like the intangibles you know yeah. what i'm saying like those are the not numbers part that's the the part to really um kind of goes all, all, like business psychology you know it's like you know understanding you know how the customer thinks um mm -hmm. and and things like that so that's that's really clutch and really convenient to know your demographics yeah, yeah. about about 30 percent of our revenue comes from the back-end money a lot of people don't even have their back-end money set up properly from tracking the right way, from retargeting the person, from literally email marketing, text marketing, mm -hmm. Bing, you know what I'm saying? There's Bing ads people don't leverage, Pinterest ads, you know what I'm saying? Bing. Google, you know what I'm saying? So it's like one way, you know, after this customer comes to my website, 
and they leave some form of track. You know, usually we have pop-ups where they'll give us their email or phone number. And that's all I need to keep hitting, to keep um, hitting them up until they eventually purchase. You know, we'll, we'll see a customer didn't buy for a month, you know, but they eventually bought. So it's like, never forget the importance of having your backends correct. So you get as much in as possible. You know, it's like setting up a tie, setting up a net. You don't want your net wide so things can fall through. We make it so tiny so less things fall through. You know? <laughs> we gonna find you. <laughs> we gonna find you. It's, it's, it, it, it gets creepy how much we follow after like you come to the one time, one visit. That's all I need. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You no, got you got to get something. You know, you yeah. you need like you know. You can't leave empty handed. But no, nah, I mean we were talking kind of again. We we're talking about that yesterday. Like that's yeah. how like Facebook ads and like how. Facebook and those social media companies work like once you give them their information, free, like, that's how they know how to target you. You know? start selling your data, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest, yeah, nothing like, you know, this is no different. If you don't know what's you know, like uh, what the product is, more than likely you're the product, you know, that's being yeah. sold. So mm-hmm. it's like that's how the world of you know, like social media has become. It's like we're, we're constantly sold off to like you know, different types of advertisers, and then it's like that's why we really understand like and teach people what we do because it's like you have some sort of understanding of how this tool works yeah and how i'm being sold off you know it's like some sort of control over your own data and your own intellectual property yeah definitely definitely yeah I mean, the more i understand the more you understand how to do it and how to use it yourself the more you understand how the world works and yeah. like how you interact yeah. with that so yeah that's definitely that's true um I want to ask if I guess this is one uh, question for each of you. If you could go back to when you guys first started, either your first business or maybe when you first started Top Figure, um, if you if you could tell your tell your yourself back then, how many years ago, uh, you know, a piece of advice, like what what would it be? Oh uh, yeah, the biggest thing for me would be like adapting faster, right? As business owners, one of our weakest strength is when you think you know it and this could actually hold you from knowing hold you from making a lot of money or not making a lot of money you know um it was some points we used to just think like we we knew a lot you know i'm always i want to always be adapted to what's the newest thing like how do i know that's going to be the new thing two months in advance you know how much leverage that gives you being just two months ahead of all your competitors so adapting and also always being on my toes and always there's a new level to hit, you know? So I, that's one thing I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, what I would say is really just like, um, understand that, you know, just the, overcoming that failing part, it, it really puts an emotional and mental toll on you. And I would have just told myself, you know, Hey, like looking, looking back, just keep on failing and not looking back, really just keep going, really just like stay consistent and no matter what, you know, and really just understand that every single failure just led to where we are today. And it's just that the mental like game that the people around you, you know, especially like friends, family, like all that influence around you saying like, Hey, what you're doing is not right. Or what you're doing is wrong. Or all these kind of things like play into, you know, Hey, am I doing this? Like, is this, am I on the right track? that would get to me a lot, especially throughout our our journey. So it was like going back, if I told myself like, Hey, ignore all that, just keep on going, keep pushing through. And it's like, I'm glad that we stuck to our journey and, you know, but it was definitely hard. There were a lot of times where we, where we questioned what we were doing, you know? And that's the one thing is just, I would have told myself just 
block out the noise and just keep going. Oh, for sure. Fall forward. Yeah, yeah just keep you fall know, forward. Fall, yeah. fall forward. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so that's that's it for um on my end. I know you want to remember to ask him. Yeah, song, nah, right? yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> we remember this time. Um so yeah, we ask our guests all the time, um, or we try to. Um, <laughs> we're not on our hot streak anymore. But uh uh if you could give one song, so one song each of you that uh describes how you feel about uh, your business top figure? Mm-hmm. I think I'll say like, all I do is win, win, no matter what. Like, I really think that like DJ Khaled's anthem really gets us hyped all the time. Like, just like really just like, it's a feel good song that just like really is like a nice anthem. And it just portrays like, hey, no matter what, like anything is a win, small or big, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is. You know what I mean? It could mean anything. So, and that's to really just understand that never, uh, quantify like you know uh which what what a win is it, it could be anything you know so that's what i think would i figure uh mine is i would choose a nipsey hustle dedication yeah dedication. you know what i'm saying because this takes dedication this this isn't made uh this isn't made to be easy you know this isn't not everybody could do it and if everybody would do then everybody would actually do it so it's like dedication you know like we I'm, I literally committed, we're committed the next 10 years of our life to just like head down, just grind, 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 grind. Keep on you know? the community. Yeah. And that's, that's what I would say, like dedicated to the grind. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I like that. Yeah. I like that for sure. So those are two, two songs added to the playlist. We got more Nipsey now on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think we have one or two. Yeah. I think we have two now. We have two, two, two Nipsey songs on there now. So um, perfect. So on that note, Yo, guys, I really appreciate you guys hopping on the show. Um, before we leave, though, if you could tell the listeners where to find you, where they got the ebook, all that social, all that good stuff, so people know um, how to get in touch with Top Figure. Yeah. Um, so our main website is topfigure.co. Um, topfigure.co on all social platforms at Team Top Figure. Um, and if you want the ebook, it's still going on. I can have special right now uh, for the whole month of the whole month of um, Black History Month. We're giving away our ebook for free. So that's something dope we're doing this whole month. So if you just go to clubhouseproduct.com, you can get it there. Um, our program is only $2.97 to get you in and get you started in e-commerce. You can reach out at Team Top Figures IG. We'll send you the link, or you could go to topfigure.co. Yep. And then my my at name is at Top Figure Wisdom, and then mine is at Top Figure South. Sure, for sure, definitely. So you guys definitely make sure you guys um stay in touch and go get yourselves that ebook you said it's free you can't do better than free that for the rest of the month yeah. yeah free for the rest of the month that's the best price there is so make sure you guys are educating yourself you know take take advantage of that um, also also another thing uh you, they can text us too for uh, more e-commerce tips uh if you guys want to text 612-446-0671 for sure for sure could you see that number one more time for the folks yeah 612 612- Four four six zero six seven one. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, so, so if you, if and you text uh, text podcast, text the word podcast to it, so we'll know it came from you guys. For sure, appreciate that. Yep. 
For sure. So on that note, um, that concludes today's episode. So again, make sure that you are subscribed to our YouTube channel and you turn on those notifications so you know whenever we drop an episode or current events. Um, make sure you're following us on all platforms on Instagram. That's everybodyeats.pod on Instagram, on Twitter, EBE pod. Make sure you're following us on all platforms. Um, yeah, thank YouTube. you very much. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube channel, everybody each show. So make sure you subscribe on all that, right? You don't want to miss out. Make sure you're sharing with your friends. Don't be selfish. Everybody eats. We'll see you guys next week.